I'm Tyler. Do you wear that to Comic-Con? Dennering. I'm Connery. Welcome to Fun Island, Jansen. <laughs> Dang it, you already... I was going to say, we're the Franchise Podcast, and we're recording from Fun, Fun Island, Island today. <laughs> Woo! They should have called this Fun Island. Yeah, it is Fun Island. Only like half of it's Fun Island, I guess. But only half of it's the trench. A surprising part, long trek of it is Fun Island, to be fair. Like, I didn't think Fun Island would evolve this much. <laughs> we never thought that. <laughs> Nobody thought that until it happened. Did they even say, I do wear that to Comic-Con? I don't remember, like, most of the quotes from this movie, even though yeah. I wrote them down. Um, they what? say something about Comic-Con. And he's like, yeah. oh, there's figurines around. So it's like, are you a nerd or whatever? Oh, like, yeah, that's right. They the insult that one guy continuously. Like, why are they before, being so mean to him? he's the first one to die. Yeah, and they're like, oh, no, I loved him. And it's like, no, you didn't. You were mean to him. Was I just? Oh, I was just watching uh, Twilight yesterday, Yeah, as I do. Um, does. <laughs> Lily and I were watching Twilight because there was the, the hurricane. The hurricane. To timestamp this. Yeah, the hurricane of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. How did that go for for you? Uh, it was pretty la- lackluster in, in yeah. Burbank, and then uh, kind of just died down. And I got really heavy in the evening, like around two, three a.m. It was pretty nuts, but then it just chilled out again, and it was fine. I went back to sleep, and I was like, "Oh well, we'll see how tomorrow is." If there are power down power lines, I'm gonna wake up to like no power, and then you know nothing happened. Yeah, there's an earthquake too. Yeah, there's an earthquake too, and even then we're all just like, "Ha ha, how fun." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's good that nothing big happened, (laughs) but at the same time, it wasn't like peak Twilight vibes. It was just getting there, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. That'd be like a big rainy day, and it was just kind of drizzling all all day. It really should have just been like, I know it's Monday, and the sun is out, it's 85 degrees outside. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I got in my car to drive over here, I'm like, it's really hot in my car. And I was like, it's like that never happened. (laughs) So nobody got hurt, as far as we know. Yeah, but it wasn't peak Twilight vibe. So no. Uh, what was I talking about this for? Uh, you were just watching Twilight recently, and you wanted to express the hurricane, the cloudy weather, maybe. It had something to do with the Meg. Now I can't remember. Vampire and sharks. <laughs> yeah, vampire squids. Oh, vampire squids. No, it wasn't that. Tiny dinosaurs that can live in the abyss. And <laughs> it has nothing to do with Twilight. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I'm truly not, I cannot remember. <laughs> I don't know. I can't live in your head. I don't know what the connection would be. <laughs> Nobody can live in my head. <laughs> just Pro- me. Professor here. X checks it out. He's like, disgusting. I hate it here. I'm leaving, Tyler. You can't be part of the X Men after what you've thought at me. <laughs> <laughs> and then he blows up my brain. Can't <laughs> Professor X do that if he wanted to? I don't think he can blow people's heads up. Really? Yeah, I don't think he can. He, he can only feel people's like thoughts. Yeah, I think he's just like a mind reader. I think he can mentally he can like mind control people, but it's like an ethics thing, and he won't do it. Yeah, but like, what if he was like evil Professor X? Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure he could do it. And like Emma Frost can do it. I'm pretty sure he can too. She can. I think yeah, she's a powerful telepath and ice powers. Yeah, mm, okay. diamond powers. She can make her body. Oh, diamond diamonds. powers. Yeah. yeah. I just her name's Emma Frost. She has a great twofer. Um. Oh, now I remember. Okay. okay so <laughs> <laughs> the first guy to die in this movie is just like a big nerd and yes. everyone just bags on him for it. And he uh-huh. really doesn't do anything wrong. We we're watching Twilight. And the first person who dies in that movie is like the kind of like he's not super creepy, but I do think he's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I hate this guy. He's a pervert. Get him out of here. When uh, when Bella and her dad, Charlie, of course, mm-hmm. are eating and she orders the garden burger and everything. Yes. And the guy comes over and is like, hey, I remember you when you were four years old. Oh, yeah, that whatever. guy. Yeah, yeah, he's like a little, it's like, all right, dude, like, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. And then he later on, he's the one that's killed by the uh, rogue vampires. Right. So it's like, it's a horror trope. It's on every horror movie, obviously, but it depends on what kind of story you're trying to tell. But the first person to die in that trope is someone that you don't like very much anyway. So it yeah. kind of eases you into all of the horror. The horror. It's like, yeah, I, I didn't really like that guy anyways. Yeah. So it's this one you're like, oh, I kind of like that guy. And I think everyone was bullying him for his whole life. <laughs> no, he deserved it because he went to Comic-Con. He likes anime, so he has to suffer for a living. He had figurines of sharks in his... <laughs> like, what? what do you even have figurines of? I it, saw some like sharks. Anime girls. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it would it would have been pretty funny, I guess, if he had like a bunch of like horny anime drawings on the outside of a submarine or something, uh, or like horny anime sharks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I do. That might actually made it more accepted in the group because <laughs> they'd like that. They'd like that. <laughs> Jason is like, oh, that's funny. Because uh, there's always that one car in every neighborhood that has all those stickers on it. Yeah, I, I've seen a few in this neighborhood, to be honest. <laughs> 
there's a higher density of them in yeah, the Connery's there, neighborhood. There's like all these with like a half cut off of their heads. Like you just see like the tops of their nose and their eyes and their hairstyle. And I'm, it's like, who's that anime character all over their car? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's cute. I'm not going to knock anybody for doing it. I'm just like, yeah. I wouldn't do it, but that's cute. Good for you. <laughs> They're going to die first in the shark movie. <laughs> <laughs> they went to Comic-Con. This is the franchise podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. And here we are, the, the proverbial friends. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Niles is here. Yeah, the intern. He snuck onto our submarine. <laughs> Something that we talked about in the first episode of this, about the first movie. It's like, oh, I thought the little girl snuck onto the submarine. That would have been really annoying. Guess what happened? <laughs> she did, one? and it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I really could not tell who that actor was, like the girl. I'm like, oh, she must be the same girl from like the first movie. Literally, I've yeah. I've not seen her in anything else. Yeah. So. At least they brought uh, her back. That's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't bring back. Um, <laughs> Jason Satham's love interest? Yeah. We're talking about Meg 2, <laughs> The Trench. Ugh. It goes from the Meg to Meg to the trench. Because <laughs> I guess the Meg to the trench is Meg too many does. I mean, I <laughs> Can't wait for Meg Purgatory. <laughs> I want to see what that is. Me too. I'm desperate for it. Harry Potter just ends up in that place talking to Dumbledore next <laughs> to the train station. Just and a big Meg. shark go- going across the tracks. Yeah. Don't mind that, Harry. <laughs> he was a Horcrux too. <laughs> <laughs> he was a Horcrux. I feel like the Meg doesn't even make big shark, uh, big like lion sounds or anything in this. What does he do? It just goes like, oh. Uh, it doesn't make any sounds, to be honest. I do miss the shark movies with lion sounds. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it makes it sound more interesting than just like empty fish sounds. Yeah. I don't know. The Meg 2. No, do, do no. Think, do Meg the, 2. Do you think the, the octopus should have sounded, had, had a big sound too? Yeah, it should like have been a bird like. a screech, like a hawk sound? <laughs> yes, like Godzilla <laughs> just. <laughs> 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 yeah, something like that. I I do like a really annoying sound for a big monster. <laughs> That's the Robo Squid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we talk about further about Meg Two: The Trench, we have to do our usual segment of what's new. What's new with you, Connery? I feel like we saw movies together recently, didn't we? Yeah. Or do you want to be fancy and say what we just did? We wore ascots to the Meg Two: The Trench. We also saw Les Mis together, <laughs> if you remember. Oh, yeah. We didn't wear ascots. <laughs> Did not wear ascots to that. <laughs> oh, that'll be what's new. I, I went with uh, Tyler and Lily and Turin and some other people I didn't know. but ne- <laughs> <laughs> A lot of Turin's friends that we Turin. met for the first time. Yeah, a lot of Turin's yeah. soccer buddies. Soccer buds, yeah. Yeah. And they're all fun people. I mentioned I was dark enough to tell one guy he looked like a surfboard model. <laughs> you shouted at him. <laughs> you look like a surfboard model <laughs> when you first met yeah. him. Yeah. He seemed to like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a very positive thing to shout at somebody. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. You look disgusting. <laughs> no, it's like, oh my God, you're handsome. <laughs> yeah. You're shocked. It was like my true shot. like, oh my God. After you said that, though, I did like see myself in the mirror <laughs> at the bar <laughs> and like, it's <laughs> like my hair was flopping around because we were like walking from Turn's yeah. place to the Pantages, basically. Mm-hmm. And just like. Yeah, sometimes I feel like I <laughs> I can hold it together, you know, like yeah. not bad looking. And then like you see an actual like really, really good tra- looking person, traditionally good looking person. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, OK, <laughs> I look like I'm, just water off your back. I'm just Tyler. a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> As I'm drink- complimenting somebody is supposed to send you spiraling. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your fault. It's Meg 2's fault. It's all their fault. Well, yeah, we saw Les Mis, and uh, it was a really fun show as always. Um, one of my favorite musicals, but yeah, you know, everybody did a great job. I got a really sour review from one of my buddies, but I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Yeah. How many times have you seen Les Mis? Uh, this will actually only be my second time seeing it. Uh, the other one was in on Broadway? or uh, No, I saw it on its... Uh, no, I think I saw it in London. You saw it on the Mana One Research Station? No, I saw it in London. Oh, okay. Yeah. On, on the West End, I believe. Grayson might slap me and be like, no, that's not true at all. We saw something else. But I have like a distinct memory of seeing something. I'm pretty sure it was Les Mis. Yeah, because previous and impending guest Cameron Takeda mm-hmm. saw it in London when he was like a kid. Nice. And he's just like, oh, because I was telling him we're going to go see it. And he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm just like, uh, it's like, that's really cool. But I'm also just like super biased because I saw the one. Like he said, that, yeah. that cast was really good. Yeah, that cast was really, really strong. 
Yeah, like really, like really good. I haven't been to Pantages since I was like eight and saw The Lion King. Yeah, what were your thoughts, Tyler? Let's have um, them on digital recording forever. What? What was your thoughts? Let's I'll have them have on digital on... recording forever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you can play it back to me. Yeah. Like, See, you do like theater. <laughs> See, you aren't. It just, is art. You aren't just an ignoramus. <laughs> there was some like. What's that guy's name? That YouTuber that's like really annoying. Oh, Jake Paul. <laughs> oh, Jake Paul. I was, I was like, there's a big list. <laughs> um, he was just, or no, Logan Paul. Which one is it? One of them was like in an interview. He's just like, yeah, I left Oppenheimer because everyone was just talking the whole time. Oh, and I'm like, like not the, not not the, not the audience, but like the whole movie is just people talking. Oh, and so he like he was left. really bored. Yeah, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, you know, sometimes I feel like I sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> So I should, uh, you know, not sound so stupid sometimes, but <laughs> it's just everybody talking. <laughs> it's not. It's actually not that good. If they um, just had a picture of a guy running around on a railway tracks so right underneath it, I could pay attention a little better. I think. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what happens to that guy. <laughs> God forget they have a train going towards us. I'm gonna run right out of that theater. Oh my God, he jumped right out of that train. <laughs> Oh my god, Christopher Nolan and the Lumiere brothers? <laughs> in one movie? <laughs> it's like cinema ADHD. <laughs> and for the first time, experience cinema ADHD. <laughs> oh, throw some George Melier in the corner, please. <laughs> I do think about that scene in Back to the Future 2 when he has like all the different screens oh my god. going on at the same yeah. time. I'm like, you know, I kind of, you know, perverse way like this. Like, yeah. I want to absorb everything at once, even though it's not a good way to watch things. No, I, I used to do that a lot more often. Really. I, today, my, my I used to have, like, movie, music, right, TV show, music playing, and also podcast playing at the same yeah. time. It was really disorientating. Now I've cut out the music, and so it's just... <laughs> so it's just two of those It's things. just two of those, where I'm like, video game on, on quiet... And then a podcast playing in the background. Yeah, it depends on the game for sure too. Like, yeah, absolutely. I was, I've been replaying Skyrim, mm -hmm. and I'll listen to a podcast usually to that, or yeah. watch a movie that I don't really need to pay attention. Like, yeah, okay, every movie should be paid attention to, but yes. you know, just like one of the, one I, you've seen a billion times. Yeah, or just yeah. something that I know is not going to be like super great. Yeah, like Starfield's going to be a great one for that. I feel like. <laughs> Because it's not going to be super great. No, it's going to be great, but you know, there, I feel, imagine I imagine there'll be a lot of downtime, like travel and just like gathering resources, kind of vibes. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. Um. So I'll do that, but yeah, I won't. I can't. I can't do anything more than that, really. I get into like weird circles too, where I've just been listening to so many podcasts. Yeah. And like catching up with podcasts, that I'm just like, I kind of like have a headache now, not an actual headache, but it's just like I need to like go like yeah. look like. Not necessarily read a book, but look at one. Look, yeah, stare at a book <laughs> in your bookcase. You'd be like, I could read that. <laughs> but I won't. But I'm not going to. Uh, What's yeah. this podcast about the book I was about to read? <laughs> Anyways, this audience wants to hear my opinion on Lame Yeah, yeah, what's your opinion on Lame <laughs> Um, No, I thought it was great. Like, uh, So I just haven't been to theater in general in a while yeah and i'm like okay they sell candy at the front whatever yeah. they also sell cocktails but you can tell this story <laughs> well i don't think it's much of a story but I, was I bought this like big bag of like snickers minis they're all like individually wrapped <laughs> and like i was eating some in the theater and then like uh, okay so I, don't, I still don't know can you just not eat it all in the theater you absolutely can i feel like i don't know what that lady's problem was okay yeah because I know, okay, so I went, to, we, not to, in a whole other tangent, but um, previous guest, Annie Claire, we went to her, her performance of Beauty and the Beast mm -hmm. the day after, nice. and I'm like, oh, we can sell candy, but you can't eat it in the theater. Oh. But that was also like a smaller playhouse. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, okay. So anyways, <laughs> those. Maybe it's just I don't respect that rule at all. Yeah. Yeah. I think right. it might be just that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so about those, I was confused by. <laughs> So basically, after um, after the intermission comeback, I wasn't even eating. Um, <laughs> I was eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's like uh, the what's it called the not concierge but like the uh, usher usher yeah. came by and they're like no eating. I'm like what like no, no eating around here like or whatever like no, <laughs> no eating. eating now. <laughs> yeah, I was just like really confused because that's just like a thing and it just shows that I'm uh, an ig ignoramus with theater because apparently you can't. I mean, you've been to a lot of theater. Yeah, I mean, I've eaten at every single one, every single show I've ever been to, so yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but um, maybe yeah. maybe I'm the bastard, see? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Are we yeah. finding something out right now? Yeah, I'm a bastard. 
So I don't know, not a super compelling story, but I was just very confused by when I'm supposed to eat when I'm not. Yeah, you, you can eat, it's fine. And I'm just like, oh, the movie theater is such a democratic place. <laughs> you can eat whatever you want. <laughs> Bring in your water bottle. Was that really your thought process afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> no, Lamez was really good. Doesn't compare to the cinema where I can eat my food. <laughs> One time we saw um, Woman in Black in New York. With a with Alyssa and Turin, and and it was at a bar, <laughs> like it was a whole uh, play put on at a bar, yeah. basically. And you know it was open. Let's just say we all had a lot of old fashions or something like that. Nice. And by the end, I was like, "This is why film is like the <laughs> superior, superior medium. medium." Yeah, and Turin always gives me crap for all the way. <laughs> But I don't even remember really. I do remember saying it, but I'm like, oh, man. I wasn't even speaking then. It annoyed just... me so much that you said something similar to that to me like years ago. And I was like, it's like this guy. <laughs> yeah, whenever I say something stupid, you don't really like be like, actually, you're wrong. I just got to let you have your opinion, to be honest. I'm just like, where I'm, like I'm not going to change his mind at all. And I don't want to have an argument right now. <laughs> I mostly am just tired. So tired of his shit. <laughs> Here we are recording a podcast seven years later. I know, right? How fun. Okay. <laughs> How fun. Uh, uh, <laughs> so glad we're covering Meg, too. No, Lamez was great. Yeah. And it just really gave me a lot of perspective about theater. And um, look, I don't. Okay. I guess I've said stupid things in the past. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm learning. You have to release your apology video right now. <laughs> I have to play ukulele play while doing Logan it. Logan Paul. Yeah. Oh, and play ukulele. That's the other famous one now. <sighs> while playing my flute like Lizzo. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no, oh there's just God. something about theater that's so <laughs> theatrical. Um, no, <laughs> just like, so I started Les Mis thinking of like oh you know i'm just looking at like these two characters interacting with each other on mm -hmm. on the stage and i'm like oh like i'm just automatically in my head being like oh here's like over the shoulder if this was a movie <laughs> like looking back on the other side of them like cut to this yeah but then i'm like oh no actually this is <laughs> better than that and also having seen les mis like the movie yeah um i could see why that's not like a great adaptation like it's like a pretty good one right yeah it's pretty good no it's it's fine it's just you know but you just, some problems there's just so many things that's like oh you want to see a, as many things as possible in one frame basically mm -hmm. if you're if in my cinema poisoned yeah, brain and this you can follow any numerable person because yeah. i was the extras are really doing a great job too like the ensemble i was just able to follow different people outside of the main cast and they're all doing their own thing i was like this is great and it's the same thing we talked about on the love never dies episode where it's just like that that version that we watch which yeah. is not filmed super well mm -hmm. it's like too close to a lot of things yes. it's like you want to just absorb everything mm -hmm. especially if like it's not even like you're making a movie you're adapting you're, you're not even adapting you're just trying to showcase the play so yes. it's like a whole different style of, of filming mm -hmm. but um yeah you could see well especially Les Mis like you could see it a bunch of times and pick out different things so yeah you love Les Mis yeah, it's really it. good. Long long story short, I'm a fool, and I'm learning about theater. <laughs> Yay! Some of it's really good. Nice. Are we going to go see a, what's it called? Me and Karen might go see, what's it called? Uh, Peter, Peter Pan, Pan Goes Wrong. Yeah. Uh, let me know. Yeah. When you're going to go. Yeah, I'll bug you guys. What else is new with you, Tyler? New with me, yeah. I saw um, Twisted Metal Season 1 on Peacock. Wow, how was that? Oh, so twisted. <laughs> I was drinking my Twisted Teas while watching Twisted Metal. <laughs> I had a pair of pliers and uh, a torch, and I heated up some metal and twisted it. Ooh. So Twisted Metal Season 1, I'm saying Season 1 because I really hope there's a Season 2. Because oh, basically, okay. I did like it quite a bit. I, I, I was uh, building my website, my photo website, mm -hmm. while watching this entire season. Because it's like, I think it's only like eight episodes. They're all half an hour long. Mm. Uh, but it's, uh, for anyone that's played the game, basically it's just like a big like fighting game, but your cars. So I feel like sometimes you're racing. Well, a lot of times you're racing and then like you're firing missiles at each other. And then other times it's just like deathmatch kind of things. Okay, yeah. Uh, there's one guy. There's just everybody has different cars. There's like a cop car. There's uh, a the ice cream car. Yeah, the clown with the big flame on his head. Yeah. Um, there is a man who's just tied to two giant wheels. The most horrifying <laughs> image of them all. Uh, but the show stars Anthony Mackie. And he's kind of like a, uh, oh, I think it's called a milkman. Okay. He just delivers supplies in this like post-apocalyptic Earth, basically post-apocalyptic uh, 
United States, basically. Fun. Um, so it doesn't really go into the the fights or anything of like. There's a couple car fights in it, mm-hmm. and they are pretty good. Uh, but it's all kind of like a buildup for that. Mm. But at the same time, it, it feels pretty organic, and like I liked, I legitimately liked the characters. Oh, good. Most of them, at least. Mm. And uh, so it doesn't just feel like a bad adaptation of something where it's just like, oh, this is kind of just barely even Twisted Metal. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of characters that aren't in the games that are in this, but they kind of slowly um, introduce characters that will be, like, that are from the game that will be a lot more in Season 2. Oh, cool. And it feels pretty, like, natural how they unfold those characters. And like, oh, yeah, by the way, that person, that's Calypso. Like, by the way, this person, that's Raven. Oh, nice. And it's just like, oh, wait, I because I went on this Twisted Metal wiki after that and, like, <laughs> looked up these people. I'm like, because I, I, I played so sparing, like, I played a little bit. Yeah, but you know, you know, like, their character portraits, not their names. Yeah, because I think I was at the age where it's like, those are rated M mostly. Yeah. And it was like, I was just a little too young. Mm, pretty taboo for you to have those. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Probably for you too, right? I never played Twisted Metal. You never wanted to, or I never had a desire to because I wasn't big on racing games. I'm still not, but uh, yeah, I knew it existed. You ever played Crash Team Racing? No, I never played Crash Team Racing. Diddy Kong Racing? Nope. Uh, I play what Mar- else? Is I, I play Mario Kart, and that's it. Wow, that's my racing game. That's why you're so good at it. Yeah, <laughs> my soul commits only <laughs> to Mario Kart. Um, but yeah, I think it's it it's way better than I expected it to be. Basically, I'm not gonna say it's amazing. I mean, it does feel like a little like under the budget that needs to be, mm-hmm. but it kind of all feels like a big like pitch for having a larger show, mm-hmm. basically. But I don't mean that in a bad way. It doesn't it doesn't feel like because it sells it clipped in any way. Yeah. yeah, and like Sweet Tooth is the the clown guy. <laughs> nice. He's pretty good. Uh, it's from the writer, one of the writers at least of like the Deadpool movies, which I don't love. It but, sounded like, very quippy, like Deadpool in the trailer I saw for it. But there's something about it that it feels like I actually care about the characters. Okay. Um, they do a really good job at doing that. So <laughs> it's a mix of that and the Deadpool humor. That, but it's not quite. I don't know. There's something about it that I liked more than than that, and I can't really place it. So <laughs> whenever we cover Deadpool on this podcast, that's right. We can cover Deadpool. <laughs> we have to do it. We gotta. <laughs> we gotta but yeah check it out um <laughs> check it out so i can watch a season two it needs <laughs> <laughs> i really hope that they do it there you go it's on peacock twisted metal you know gets pretty twisted with metal the uh, a meg's mouth yeah gets harpooned right in the mouth my mouth is like a sh- meg's fin i have no mouth but i must meg <laughs> <laughs> what's this movie about uh, as far as i understand it's about billionaires uncovering some kind of unobtainium type source under the ocean blowing getting it blown up by the eco people then monsters escape and then we fight the monsters on fun island of course and also some dramatic character growth from one of the nerd it guys from the first movie now he's a badass (laughs) (laughs) the guy who was at your bald man convention like you said yes at the bald man convention he's there (laughs) I wrote down notes in the theater, and all of them are really sparse and messed up and hard to read, like always, because it's so dark in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, <laughs> as I'm going through them, I kept saying, I want to see that bald man's head. <laughs> see that bald man's head. Show me your head. Because <laughs> he was wearing a hat, like a, a derby hat. or yeah. Not a derby hat. What's it called? Um, Almost like a newsboy hat. Oh, fedora. No, it wasn't fedora. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Like, the, like, like the, a uh, taxi cab driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what that's called, um, but he was wearing it so tightly on his head in like the first half of this movie. Like a beret? No, it's not a beret. Oh. What, what other hats can we? It wasn't like a ten-gallon hat. <laughs> Big cowboy hat. Uh, <laughs> I just kept on writing down. I want to see that bald man's head. <laughs> and then uh, when you find out that he's a badass now, that's mm-hmm. when he takes off his hat. Yep. And he's like, you know what? I'm owning it. I have a 50 cal desert eagle that I shoot at uh, sharks dinosaurs. And, and dinosaurs. And, and I'm bald. Some people. <laughs> and he has like poison bullets. Yeah, he has poison tipped <laughs> bullets. <sighs> okay, let's let's take a step back. Okay. I think the only fun things in this movie are really in the second half. Yes. Like the first half is really pretty boring. It's super duper slow. Yeah. Do you yeah. have any? Do you have any notes about the first half? Really? We start with uh, Jonas. I don't know what's his name. His Jonas, name is Jonas. Jonas Megman. Jonas Megman the <laughs> third at the memorial at 
on that cargo ship where he's <laughs> taking pictures of illegal dumping of chemicals yeah, by then, a Japanese company or I don't know. Um, no, no, it was like a, it was an, a British company. Oh, British company. Remember okay, all the Brits. Nice, bad Brits. Um, <laughs> it's hard to remember any deals details from this movie that we yeah. watched a little over a week ago. <laughs> was it only a week ago? <laughs> I think so. Why does it feel like a month and a half ago or something? Yeah. <laughs> By the time this episode comes out, it'll be irrelevant anyways. Yeah, it's all relevant. It's all relative. Um, uh, uh, so but he's yeah, like he's an eco-warrior now. Yes, he's eco-warrior He's now. taking pictures. He gets easily caught, and then he just starts beating the crap out of people. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he's not supposed to do that, but no. I guess they are like threatening to murder him. Yeah. But he's like really good at fighting now. Mm-hmm. In the first one, he was just like the only like deep sea rescue person in the world that was like unemployed but still yeah, the only person they could capable. get um he was jacked but like there's no indication that he's like a good fighter no he's like no. an excellent swimmer but now he's like he's like taking krav maga and every other form of like <laughs> fighting style to like murder people <laughs> yeah he learned it from the sharks shark jitsu and they also just announced that they have a megan captivity I would like that if he had, like, bit someone, being like, I learned it from my research. <laughs> oh, my God. Just rip somebody's <laughs> neck out. Just be oh like, God. ah! Yeah, it's still rated PG-13, I guess. <laughs> um, wait, there's a Megan Captivity, we find out, yeah. Yes. Which, uh... uh <laughs> belongs... We're just going to go more into the plot, I think, this time. I think so, Just because yeah. I feel like not as many people have seen this movie, mm-hmm. and we're trying to balance ourselves in terms of, like, what's going on in this. Yeah. But they do have a Megan Captivity. It's like a weird pale one, albino Meg. Isn't it like a baby Meg? Yeah, it's like kind of in adolescence now where it's kind of like testing the borders. Because it says that they say it escapes to mate. Oh, is that why? Okay. Yeah. Because it just very easily breaks out later. Yeah, like it's nothing. There's no alarm or anything. Nobody like seems to know that it's out. And they're like, oh, where's the fish? Oh, I guess it got out. Huh. Who would have thought? Oh, well. But Jason Statham works for this company or does, like, some work for, the, for he them? He works directly for them, and it, the owner is the brother of the rich billionaire and, the, and the, the son of the rich billionaire and the brother of his dead wife. <laughs> Jason Statham's dead wife? Did they, or lover, at just least. Lover. Yeah, she's yeah. just not in this movie, and it feels like the most, like, contractual thing. Like, oh, no, oh, yeah. we couldn't get her back. Yeah. It's like, oops, she's busy doing other stuff now. But maybe it was to give more room to like her brother because uh, he's played by Wu Jing, who I, I didn't really know about before seeing this no, movie. No, he was really fun. Um, he's in like a lot of uh, big like Chinese blockbusters mm. recently, like The Wandering Earth, which okay. is that movie where I think they have to they have to like push the Earth towards a different solar system or something. Okay, <laughs> with like big rockets. It sounds like something pretty awesome. Honestly, yeah, I want to watch that. Like it. <laughs> yeah. It's building giant propellers on planet Earth and just like launching yourself into space. Um, and he directed this series called Wolf Warrior, which are a couple, like, huge movies. Um, yeah, I just didn't know about him at all. And he, he I think he brings a lot of energy to it. He was movie. really fun. I'm really glad he's in this. Him and Jason Statham are just feel like pros in this. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, okay, like, which to go back to the, the first half, there's just, um, they have to go to the trench. Yeah, but also they play on him dying so many times. Yeah, like what? there are several scenes where you think he dies. There's so many. He does so many good stunts though, too. Yeah. It's like to, it's like kind of that like Jackie Chan thing, just because he's like using like whatever he has to fight people <laughs> yes. or jump over dinosaurs and stuff. And it's like still pretty convincing despite it being like really goofy. Mm-hmm. And even like the CG in this movie, I thought was like pretty good. It didn't feel too ropey or anything. No, it was actually really decent. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But, but J- then uh, Jason Statham works for the company. Yep. There's the they work for them too. The mm-hmm. there's the, the, the boss is evil. <laughs> no, no, you're thinking of one of his subordinates are evil. One of the techies. But I thought, wait, does she become the new head though? No, no, she becomes the evil woman, the the rich billionaire who owns the company. Yeah. technically, she promotes her into becoming like head of something, but then she's immediately killed by the Meg. <laughs> right. Okay. 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 Yeah, because she's also on the phone and being like, "Kill them." <laughs> and I'm like, Kill. that's like the most heinous thing to say over the phone. I mean, it's like that's recorded. Like you have like, yeah, she's gonna the, die now. And the tech girl's plan is like. That very sadistic where she's just launching away escape pods except she's like unless you murder jason statham i'm gonna keep launching escape pods and then jason statham's like do it do, do it, it shoot me, me please please shoot me I this just... is all i've wanted <laughs> just want to see my lover again 
<laughs> no, no mention of his ex-wife who's in the first movie. Oh, no, you might as well think that he, that woman died, and he was like, "I guess this kid's mine now." Well, no, well, not even her, but like his original ex-wife. Oh yeah, like the blonde lady. I totally forgot about her completely. I mean, she's only in half of the first movie, <laughs> and it very nonchalant yeah. at that, just being like, "Hey, hey." Yeah, I don't know. What even? So why do they have to go to the trench? Uh, they're just exploring at first. They're just exploring. Then the shark gets out, and yep. then like. Opens up the thermocline. Well, the thermocline is opened up when the uh, underwater base that they find gets blown up. And it's blown up so aggressively <laughs> that it opens a hole so that other things can climb out, too. Right. And the secret base is held by the evil billionaire. Yes. <laughs> who Jason Statham surprised to be working for. <sighs> And then they just wander around uh, underwater and on the base for yeah. like a long time. Kill off some crew members. It's really slow. We meet, meet the dinosaurs that live down there. That one, uh, one of the ladies gets event horizoned. <laughs> yes, she does. Her head explodes. <laughs> Her head explodes off. However, William Jason Statham's body has the capacity to withstand hundreds of tons of pressure <laughs> underwater, but he does have to pop his nose. Yeah, it doesn't make. Yeah, so he has to go out out into the water. <laughs> To open up the other side to save everybody. Something it's like I fully believe instantaneously kill you. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Uh, he just passes out. Oh, it's a horrible pressure, high pressure situation. Jason Statham's fine. A few coughs. Nobody gets the bends. Nobody. Not even Radiohead. Yeah, it's really upsetting. I wanted someone to get the bends. Should have been Jason Statham. He should have just been completely crazed fighting Omega in the end. What are your thoughts on Andres? Who's that? <laughs> He's like the henchman of... The techie oh, I, lady I liked him. who they, he's, like, in, like love in love with. with. Yeah. yeah, I liked him. I liked him when he was crying on the phone. I was like, are you crying? He was like, yes. <laughs> I mean, he outran the ocean yeah. and lost his like lover yeah. to the ocean because the shark exploded everything. Yeah, literally. It ate her. And I was like, I'd cry too if I lost the woman I apparently love. <laughs> also, Spain's greatest frog man has nothing on Andres. <sighs> I know, right? He's better. <laughs> <laughs> he's better than... A reference to Dial of Destiny, a movie check, everyone saw. Check out one of our pre episodes 700 for Dial of Destiny with Tesla Deal. This movie just feels like my notes. That's the problem. It is. Like, like there's not much going on. No. I, I would say, like, one of the things why I wanted to cover these movies, in, in part is because I knew this movie coming out was directed by Ben Wheatley, okay. who does, like, a lot of weird, like, psychological movies. Like, really. Uh, I mean, like he did High Rise, he did Free Fire, which I don't think is quite like that. I think it's more action. Um, he did this movie called A Field in England, which I was watching before uh, before recording this, but oh, yeah. I I couldn't quite get through. <laughs> like I need to go back. <laughs> it's basically about like it's in the English Civil War, and it's like a group of soldiers who like are really hungry, and they stumble upon these mushrooms. And they eat them, and they all start tripping out, and that's like the whole movie, and it's in black and white, that's and it's fun. like low budget, and it's like it's interesting for sure. There's also <laughs> there's also a scene where a man's desperately trying to shit, but he can't. So I turned it off at that point because Lily's walking by. It's like, please, I'm in the Stop. other room, and I can just hear this man doing this. Like he's kind of he's an interesting filmmaker for sure. Like he's an artistic person. Uh, and like does some kind of like experimental stuff, and then he's doing like just this like whatever blockbuster. Yeah, well, everyone needs a little brevity every now and then. Yeah. Think of it like that. But like the action shot well and everything. Yeah, it's all shot very well. It's good. Um, I don't know. Things pick up when we get to Fun Island, at least, where that's where it gets fun. <laughs> it better be. It's called Fun, fun Island. Island. Yeah. yeah it gets Looney Tune. It gets more kaijui, where we have like the octopus that's there and. A lot of the girl running into danger when Jason Statham tells asks her not to. <laughs> I don't know all the all the dynamics in these movies are always weird. Like he's kind of like because in the first movie his ex wife is there and then his new love interest and then also the little girl. Yes. In this one, it's uh, the little girl who he's basically like the uncle of. Yes. In a lot of ways. Um, but with and, a new guardian, real uncle. <laughs> with real uncle. <laughs> But then at the end of the movie, they're both just, like, uncling out. Yeah, they're just two dads. <laughs> they're two uncles raising a, a, a niece together. It's like we, none of us have direct control over this child. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're not in a relationship together. No. But, like, they're just, like, two straight uncles like two, who are raising a child. Yeah, two yeah. weird father figures, but our, she doesn't really view them as fathers. It's just, like, it's uh, two <laughs> uncle figures. That's what it is, raising this girl. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's definitely a very specific dynamic for sure. Yeah. It's probably the first time I've seen that in a movie, honestly. An uncle uncle dynamic. Yeah, and they're both badass. <laughs> badass in different ways, definitely. I like that um what's it called? When he this the son, the uncle mentions that like, oh, like my dad sent me this like wandering dragon dragon wandering to sea thing, this giant like parchment that he like caligraphed or whatever. And he was like, I thought it was an insult. I'm like, how do you think that's an insult? That's the most metal thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but I don't know. That's, that's the movie, Tyler. Then they go to Fun Island and they <laughs> kill all the Meg, and that's the movie. Movie's over. Oh, there was a certain point when they're all teaming up. I'm like, this is my The Expendables. It's like Jason Statham, <laughs> Cliff Curtis, yes. um, <laughs> the guy with the Desert Eagle, yes, who has like a total bad boys moment. He's awesome in that movie. <laughs> He's so good. He's like emergency backpack. Yeah, he has an emergency backpack, which has the logo of the production company of the movie <laughs> nice. on it. Um I think this movie is a little worse than the first one. Really? Yeah, because, I mean, at least the first one's, like, consistently, like, not correct. <laughs> like, the tone doesn't quite... <laughs> you feel like, like you this about... one is, like, angling itself where it's like, yeah, we did some research this time. Yeah, like, you talk about the first one and, like, how you hate how it ends with Finn because you feel like <laughs> it doesn't earn it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Like, that... T- but it has that consistent, like, not matching tone throughout. Mm-hmm. This one's like, oh, the first half is, like, very, like, very quiet and, like, pretty serious. Mm-hmm. And slow, and yes. then the second half's like, okay, here's the fun action shark movie that yeah, you want. Yeah, it wanted. becomes a carnival. It's like, just make it a half hour shorter and just make it goofy, and like, yeah. that's all we want, you know? Literally. I think that's what they decided. Like, why are we making this really serious research movie? We're following the book too closely. We gotta wait for Purgatory and Hell's Aquarium. That's where we can get dark. We give Jonah some, what's it called, pathos. Yeah, every new character, too, is like. I don't know who the actor is. Like, at least the first one had Ruby Rose, who, like, is in things. Yeah. And, like, that's great for these actors, but, like, there's not really a lot of um, recognizable people. I like sure. the guy that was friends with the Desert Eagle guy. Um, Who flew the helicopter. Is it Cliff Curtis? Yes. Who's also in Avatar 2. He's very fun. Is he, he's, he's the scientist who doesn't want to be there, right? No, he's, like, the chief of, like, the water Navi. Uh, oh, yeah. the exact opposite. So he's all CG'd. <laughs> Would I ever recognize him? You, you didn't can, recognize him? You can't as see him under all that Navi. Actually, he's not an Avatar. He's a Navi because he's not in the suit. So if you didn't know that, like, Come you don't on. understand Avatar at all. I, th- I think you just really fucked up the lore, man. I think you should really just, like, reconsider going to see this movie. You would ne- <laughs> you're not going to understand the Osh Navi. Like the Oshkosh Bagosh, yeah, Navi? the Oshkosh Bagosh. Uh, do you think James Cameron likes Meg to the Trench? Not likes, but do you think he's seen it? I'm sure he thinks it sucks. I feel like he saw it on an airplane. <laughs> like on his airplane, he saw it. He watched it on his sub. Yeah, and he was like, he was like, they kind of aped my big whale design, but whatever. <laughs> but this, they don't have secret uh, immortality juice in their brains. <laughs> okay, yeah, I tell you something. But so I, was, I watched this. Uh, this YouTube clip of Mr. Beast and it's some guy asking, like, are you afraid of dying? And Mr. Beast's like, yes, yes, I'm terrified of dying. I was like, of course you're terrified of dying because, like, you're already almost aged out of this in general. Like, what's going to happen? Out of YouTube? Out of YouTube. Yeah. It's like, you're going to you're gonna be fine. Like, financial, he'll be fine. But it's like, it's the ego that's going to kill him. Yeah. It's a complete ego death. And he's like, I just want immortality pills. Like, I just want people to make things <laughs> that stop aging. I was like, oh, my God, it's fully <laughs> revealing how desperate this man is. I was like, this is a broken, broken person. <laughs> Just like air- airing their dirty lunch. Like, no, I don't want to die. I don't want to get old. <laughs> he also did this video recently where it's like, the whole world fights for $250,000 or whatever. Oh my God. And it's like showing the map and how many issues like he got wrong. Like, it's like, okay, so he recognizes Russia as like owner of Crimea, but not the other places during the Ukraine oh war. No. Doesn't recognize Taiwan at all as an <gasps> independent nation. <laughs> But then there's also more banal things. It's like, oh, Greenland belongs to uh, Denmark, not Canada. But he just said as if all like Canada's part of Canada, stuff like that. It's like, yeah, don't don't like wade into international politics yeah, for your Beast, YouTube thing where you're giving people money. He's angling. That's where I'm like, like at least he's generous. Like, I don't know. I feel like selfishness cancels out generosity, if you ask me, because he does it all for the clout. Uh, anyway, that yeah, was Mr. I don't know. Side tangent. That's okay. We can leave it in. We gotta put yeah. something in this episode. Yeah, my Zobel. It's like uh, I don't like Mr. Beast. I feel like I'm not alone in this. If God, God bless you, strange little man. I think you're kind of a little creepy. Have you had a Mr. Beast burger? <laughs> no. Why are you laughing? It's real. <laughs> it's real. Yeah. What does it taste like? I don't know. <laughs> okay. You can get on Postmates. From Be- where? Beast burger. 
Beast Burger? I'm looking it up right now. I'm looking it up right now. This is the content we have for you, everyone. Well, I don't know. What do they expect from the Meg 2? I know, truly. Hey, it's not called that. It's called Meg 2 The Trench. Meg 2 The Trench. The Beast Burger. I wrote down King Kong photo. Is there a photo of King Kong in this? I don't uh, even remember that. I don't that. think so. Yeah. Maybe you were referencing, like, the island or something, like Skull Island? Uh, the beginning of this movie reminded me of Kong Skull Island because they just walk around a lot, and not a lot happens. Okay, here's the Mr. Beast Burger. I get to list the ingredients of the Mr. Beast Burger on yeah. Meg to the Trench episode? 100%. Okay, go ahead. Let's see here. Well, it's just showing me photos of it. It's not telling me the ingredients, which is really, really angering me right now, to be honest. Do you like Jason Statham's shorts that he's wearing in the beginning of this? It's all great. I like his whole outfit. It's fun. I like I like his whole like eco terrorist like eco warrior. Eco warrior. Would he call himself an eco terrorist? <laughs> I think he'd call himself an eco terrorist. Yeah, I guess his ex wife is the one that like didn't she blow something something up with a missile? Yeah, yeah, she like shot time? a shark with a missile or something. Oh no, she killed pirates. <laughs> That's a big difference. <laughs> yeah. It just like this is just a bunch of cheese and beef. I don't know. It's, it's just like it very say? special. It doesn't tell me what's in it. Click on it. I'm, I'm just gonna t- I'm be more specific with this. The beast, the Mister Beast Burger ingredients. This is what everyone pays for. Yeah. This is behind the burger wall. <laughs> <laughs> I just said behind the burger wall. Oh, I thought you did that on purpose. <laughs> no, I just totally thought you were thinking. You're just looking at pictures of burgers, and you just a said the word wall. burger. Okay, this beef style burger according to online menu is smashed crispy beef patties with house seasoning, whatever that means, sharp American cheese, pickles, diced white onion, mayo, ketchup, and brown mustard on a soft roll. All right, so I've got some, I brought some with me today. I knew we were going to talk about this. Oh my God, Tyler, they look great. (laughs) We're going to try them right now. All right. The new Meg to the Trench Beast Burger. (laughs) Oh, I squeezed mine and grease came out everywhere. That's how you know it's good. Mine made a little lion sound like I wanted. Let's take a bite. There you go. Delicious. It was, it was a great burger. Thank you, Mr. Beast. Tyler, what else do you want to talk about in this? I'm just looking at my notes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I did write I, down, their job is trench. <laughs> it is. The people mining for rare minerals underwater so that they can build phone batteries. Yeah. Which, like, so there's, like, some commentary on, like, real life stuff, but it's, like, obviously they're not in a trench doing that. No. But it's just, like, okay, like, what is any of this movie? It's just... Trying to be entertaining, I guess. But it's, it's just fun. It's a summer blockbuster. That's all it really, I think, claims to be. Right. Yeah. It's just weird that the first half is so slow for being a summer blockbuster. Because mm-hmm. it was pretty serious for a while. Like, we really could have walked in 45 minutes late and been like, okay, this is this is where the fun begins. Yeah, this is where the fun begins. Yeah, I don't know. What a, what a surreal episode for us, Tyler. Wow. I'm all ready to wrap it up. <laughs> 50 minutes 50 in. 50 minutes in. We're all Five done. minutes, which I'll definitely want to cut. <laughs> Oh, boy. Don't they play under pressure in this as they're going underwater? Yes. Nice. Yes, they do, and that's good. Wu Jing has a, a clicker because he's like the head of the uh, um, shark yeah, science he's thing. he's training the shark. He's training the shark. We think he's almost eaten, but then he just shows up in, in, inside really fast. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I guess they use it once later on. Yeah. You know, but it's just to make the shark go away. It's like he never rides on the shark or anything cool like that. <laughs> no, and we also don't even know if the clicker really worked. Right, maybe yeah. the shark just turned away. Yeah. What then, would you say is like so? It's like Jason Satham impales a Meg. Yeah, it's good. He kicks up a Meg. kicks one's mouth <laughs> as he's trying to survive. I don't know. Like the action's cohesive and it's fun. Yeah. It's just like it's just a total nonsense movie, and I wish there was like a little bit more protein to it. And like they try to do that in the first half, but it just mm-hmm. doesn't work. The first movie ends at like a beach resort too, <laughs> and Pippin the dog is in both. Yes. So is the third one going to end? Like, I like how, like, oh, every every movie, like, talking about franchisability, yes. I would just like it if every single Meg movie, like, ended at Fun Island or something. And everyone's fun. just like, oh, my God, again? Like, yeah. they just really need to just change it to, like, Meg Island or something. <laughs> I think maybe, like, in the end of Devil's Aquarium, Pippin is just walking the halls and you hear that music playing what is that i don't know it's like the evil morty theme <laughs> that was the thing what <laughs> I don't know. our references are so off today i know we're just like wadding at each like what are you talking about <laughs> it's 
Talking about Mr. Beast Burger, someone we both don't know much about. <laughs> Literally. I mean, I would There's a lot we know about, about that we're not talking about at all. <laughs> I was watching Connery playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel before this, and yeah. he knew a lot about that. I, I knew a lot, and Tyler was just looking at me like, I fucking hate every second of this. I just, you know, I just feel like John Turtletop was a more fun director to talk about. <laughs> he was. Like, the Meg fits his resume a lot better, mm-hmm. and Ben Wheatley is kind of just like, okay, like, why are we doing this? Like, that's fine. And they're like, because we have to get to Purgatory. That's like, why we're doing this. It's like, oh, I mean, I was going to say, what if David Lynch directed, like, a blockbuster movie, which he did with Dune, and yes. that movie is a little weird. Mm-hmm. But, like, this movie's not even a little weird. No. It's just, uh, it's pretty straightforward. I feel like it's very studio produced and stuff. It's the whole, like... It's by the numbers. <laughs> co-internationally produced mm-hmm. kind of thing, which... um introduces fun stuff but also is just very like bland at the same time very true tyler very true well you know what they say you've seen one meg you've seen them all you know what they say uh talking about plundering the ocean ecosystem who cares we'll make billions <laughs> <laughs> the villain is so evil all of a sudden <laughs> she's so evil yeah, she's pretty twisted I-, I don't know man like we we did it we talked about this movie I think there should be more movies with head explosions in it. Absolutely. Like Invent Horizon. Yeah. I think Invent Horizon scared a lot of people. Like they made that movie like what did we what have we done? And then it kind of released in the world and other people were like what did you do? We can't do that again. Except for the director. Yeah, I think the studio is definitely like what have you done? Yeah. And the director's like I wanted to keep in all that stuff, but yeah. they threw all the footage into a salt mine. <laughs> Can we just <laughs> I just want to talk about Event Horizon. Let's talk one. about Event Horizon. Yeah. <laughs> Screw this. Let's talk about Event Horizon. You haven't now. seen Event Horizon? <laughs> Watch this it. Is, this is all uh, based off of the woman's head exploding in this off screen from the <laughs> pressure because that was that was good though that was yeah. like good um, like stress levels as a viewer. Mm-hmm. It was. It was really it's like good. you know she's just gonna like not make it at no, the last yeah. second. Um, Event Horizon is a movie by Paul W S Anderson who you'll see a lot of coming up soon on the podcast. Woo! <laughs> Be excited! Woo! It's the Paul Anderson that's not Paul Thomas Anderson. Woo! It's the other one. <laughs> the cool one. He directed a movie before the Resident Evils called Event Horizon, mm-hmm. and it's a ship that goes missing in outer space yeah. near, I don't know, like in a different solar system, I think, yeah, or near Saturn like, or yeah, something. really far out there. Um, so they send a rescue mission to go figure out what's happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but there's definitely a lot of hellish, demonic things in yes. space. And Let's Sam just say Neil you- is... Cuckoo Bananas, he's great. Oh, he's fantastic. If you like Dead Space, that's where it got all of its ideas from. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's There's a whole segment of that movie that like was cut down a lot where it's like a video that people are watching as they find out what happened. Mm-hmm. It's basically like the whole crew going insane. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, I had way more of that footage, <laughs> but they wouldn't let me put it in the movie. <laughs> they destroyed it. And the it. only footage... They, yeah, they literally put it in a salt mine somewhere so that like, no one could use see. it. Yeah. <laughs> so and, like weird. i really want to see that full version because it's just like so like it's I don't infamous know, now it's legendary yeah well i love meg meg and i love lamp and i love <laughs> yeah <laughs> i immediately lost the name of the movie we were talking we're, we were just talking about event horizon? event horizon i love event horizon i don't think meg is as good as event horizon <laughs> no i don't think so either yeah a uh, flawed movie Event Horizon, but still better, still better than this. Still, yeah. We thought we'd have fun, but we got too worn out by Transformers this summer. Yeah, do you know how many times Tyler put off recording this episode? Wow. <laughs> wow. I wonder why. <laughs> I knew. I knew this would be kind of the result. It's a, it's a, you know what? You got to take the bad ones with all the good ones. Right. Yeah, you as a listener, you have to go and go and listen to them with us. Yeah, you have to be there. You have to ride it with us and understand that we're people, and so are you. And we'll bring you down to the Meg one day. <laughs> we'll show you. <laughs> we'll show you the trench we'll to the Shark Super Highway <laughs> of the Thermocline. Do you want another Meg after this? Yeah, I need to get to Meg Purgatory. Yeah, <laughs> I think you just like the name of it. Yeah, that's. I assume that's why they're doing this. Is like. There's one of these is called Hell's Aquarium, and the next one is called Purgatory. We yeah. have to get to these. There's one called like Afterlife, isn't there? Yeah, I think so. So, I'm looking for the Meg to get very spiritual. Do you think that'll be good? Uh, yeah, I think they need to see the the giant shark god. Yes, and it's gonna come back, and like Jonas will have like, <laughs> I think Jonas needs to like take like 
trench mushrooms with the Meg. Yes. And they can like join together. At least oh, Wu Jing should. Mind because... Link? Like him and the albino one Mind Link? Yeah, I think Wu Jing and in, in, in the, the smaller, the albino one should should oh, Mind Link. That's great. But they and have then... to go on a drug journey together. <laughs> <laughs> and so the girl's like inside the shark and like controlling it and JC is riding on top of it as he like harpoons another thing, tripping balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <it's> keyword <laughs> that. That's like the most important part is that, is that, that they're that... all drugged. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> it's just a psychedelic adventure through the Meg 3, baby. I mean, it'd be fun if there's just more flavor in these movies, but they're just kind of like bland. It'd be it would be nice, you know, if there's yeah. some crazy thing going on. But that's what happens when there's like eight production companies working on a movie. It's, it's true. just like, let's just try to make some money. Yeah, I don't know if everybody's going to sign off on Then they're all doused with LSD and it becomes this whole like shark connection. It's feeling. actually an analogy for the crew on the Titanic movie when someone put LSD in the, in the catering. Oh, damn. That's real? Yeah. Shit. That must have been scary for everybody. Uh, I like it when he has a sea-doo. I thought he had a, a sword, like a straight up like... Sword. katana in 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 the trailer but he just has like a spear and i thought he was gonna like go towards the shark with a giant like samurai sword like i was like i am so in but i just like didn't pay attention that's just carving it up with a samurai sword basically why we're covering this movie in this franchise is because i miss i miss saw a trailer for this movie i thought he had a samurai sword and he was riding towards it with a sea dude just like the anime like holding it backwards like going yeah. <laughs> is doesn't that sound good? It sounds fantastic, Tyler. Like, are you kidding Why me? Why isn't that in this movie? All I ever want to see him like is like running up a shirt, like slicing it up on the back, and like slamming a giant samurai sword into it with the top of its head. Yeah, he has to like do a bunch of. He has to hit a bunch of different buttons at the right time. Ah, I am immediately more invigorated now that I'm thinking about this. It's like old God of War, <laughs> but with a giant shark. Surely it's old God of War. Did you feel bad at all when he killed the Meg? No. They're obviously just heartless killing machines. I don't care. Yeah, but at this point, I've been I've been Meg pilled. I kind of like the Megs a little bit. Why? They're not your friends. Well, fish aren't friends. They're <laughs> fish aren't food. <laughs> fish they're aren't friends. Right, they're food. <laughs> fish aren't friends. The giant octopus is there. He's yeah. fine. Uh, I, I wanted something crazier. I, I I didn't love. Let's talk about the creature design real quick. Oh before yeah, we wrap terrible. It up. What you, oh, terrible. Yeah, yeah. You didn't like the swimming dinosaur dog. Things? No, hated those. And no, then yeah. like, and then they're like, look at all these new species. I'm like, this is just regular fish. Like nothing looks like different or crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like so to be this like really fantastical world. Like I want like the octopus to have like hardened scales on it, like a stone, and just be like really creepy and like ominous. Oh. Sorry, I just remembered the part where Montez has the giant light machine gun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's shooting. That's great. <laughs> but then it just reminds me of uh, Mission Possible Fallout, which also has a great light machine gun scene. <laughs> I, need on helicopters. Ooh. I need to see that movie I need to see all those again. I'm looking forward to when we cover all the Mission Impossibles. Those are fun. Next year. Woo! Still haven't seen Dead Reckoning Part 1 in theaters because of that one time that the theater <laughs> shut down because the whole Got mall lost power. Hard. Yeah. But hopefully I'll see it before it leaves theaters. Wow. I have one last thing to talk about. Sure. Just, I didn't love the octopus or giant squid or whatever it was. But when it's fighting the Meg, I'm like, this is why I came to the movie theater. Yes, that just was watching good. two giant things fight each other. Mm-hmm. Just pure like kaiju stuff. Yeah, it was good. And like the Meg Something. pretends to die and then it just rips the octopus apart. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. It almost died. Mm-hmm. Or it was just pretending. It was pretending to die. <laughs> it was holding back and it was like, psych, got you right where I want you. It went Super Saiyan 2. <laughs> dun, dun. Super instinct. <laughs> Super ultra shark stink. <laughs> shark stink. <laughs> Some bit of this cloud of stink around it. That's it. Do you have any final thoughts on Meg 2 The Trench? I can't wait for Meg 3. <laughs> uh, Even though this was, movie is totally disposable. This movie's disposable. It's all one track to me, and that's we get to Hell's Aquarium and or Purgatory and or Afterlife. This man will keep funding you by going to the movies just <laughs> I, to get to those titles. Literally, I will keep going, and I want to get to there, and because I, I don't know what's on the other side, and I hope it's not a metaphor. I want it to be real. Thank you. What if we don't? What if it's like a uh, divergent where we just never <sighs> get the last one? That I'd be really, really sad if, like, right around the corner, was like, guess what? The next one's gonna be Hell's Aquarium. I'm gonna be like, and they're not doing it. I'd, I'd be so devastated. What if they do it, but it's not called that? I'd be even more devastated, I think. Really? Like, if there's, like, the Meg 5 undercurrent, and I'm like, no, yeah. it was should be called Hell's Aquarium. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? You heard it here, folks. 
The Meg franchise is Connery's Divergent. <laughs> Literally, this is this is my my weird quest. Or Chronicles of Narnia too. They never yeah. made like a. They never finished that one up. No, they didn't. Silver chair couldn't do it. <laughs> How do you make a chair cinematic? Oh, it's just it's so scary and it's no one wants. Just, to it's just like theater. I remember reading that elementary school. I was so bored of that stupid book. The Silver Chair. Yeah, I hated the Chronicles of Narnia in general. Really? I thought you liked him. No, I really didn't enjoy them. I didn't oh. enjoy any of them. Why not? This wasn't my thing. Like, I, I felt the fantasy was too, like, easy. Mm-hmm. Like, everything was just so easy. And then when I learned it was kind of like just like a thinly veiled, like, Bible thing, I was even more like, uh, okay. Yeah. Like me with VeggieTales? Yeah, like you with VeggieTales. <laughs> Except you didn't understand that it was the Bible. <laughs> when they're literally telling you biblical stories. <laughs> yeah, that just, that explains this whole podcast, too. I'm like, no, the VeggieTales actually have a really deep mythos, and there's a God figure, and, like, they talk about this guy, Jesus. I'm, like, I'm still waiting for him to show up. Is he an asparagus? <laughs> Is he an asparagus? Does Jesus ever show up in the VeggieTales? No, tales? he's not coming back. Well, I mean, like, in the stories or anything. I don't think they ever show him. Why? Because Bob or Larry never played Jesus. No, I feel like Larry does play Jesus at one point. <laughs> the tomato? No, no, um... Larry, Larry's the cucumber. Oh, right, right. And I'm right. pretty sure there's like some like stupid thing out there of him like praying in the Garden of Gethsemane or something like that <laughs> before his crucifixion. We pray in the Valley of Elah so that. <laughs> Wait, why does that one go? <laughs> though I walk in the yay, though I walk in the Valley of the Shadow of Death, I shall fear no evil. <laughs> this is a great way to end Meg to the trench. It's quoting the Bible at Veggie yeah. Tales. I'm looking on Google. Is Jesus in? And the thing is. Is the first one is is Jesus in the Quran? Uh, is Jesus in the Old Testament? Is, is Jesus he in, is he in record of Ragnarok? Is Jesus uh, in heaven? They don't know what I'm gonna ask. <laughs> okay. Right, Phil so. Vischer stated that they'll never show Jesus physically in a Veggie Tales episode because it messes up the scale of portraying either Jesus as a talking vegetable or to have humans interact with the Veggie characters. Wow, that's really I'm really glad that I, I looked this up. I knew this has been the idea policy for big idea since then i guess that's a production company this was suggested by his mother Um, never show jesus they were all concerned because of the scaling not because of any kind of like sacrilege of like making jesus a potato or something <laughs> like a big corn. What what vegetable do you make the savior of all mankind? I think like corn, because that's like a corn. very, that's a really like basic vegetable that's like life sustaining. You know, corn. He wasn't all dressed up. Why not up. wheat? Um, yeah, it could be wheat. I feel like corn's better though. Yeah, corn's kind of a funnier shape, that's for sure. Jesus corn. <laughs> Jesus corn Christ. <laughs> he got cornified. <laughs> he got popped. What? <laughs> got microwaved to death. Is that what happened? No, Tyler. <laughs> no, I'm talking about in Veggie Tales. Yeah, they microwaved. In our mythos. Yeah, in, the, yeah, in our mythos, they microwaved the Jesus to death. <laughs> really don't. Okay. Okay, I like this idea of ending the episode this way. Now I really don't like it. We lost Larry the Cucumber was crucified upside down. <laughs> Like one of the bad popes. <laughs> no, that was Peter. He was crucified upside down. I like how. See, this is my whole thing. I don't know anything about the Bible, but I know a lot about Veggie Tales. <laughs> the bunny, the bunny. Oh, I love the bunny. Remember that one? Uh, yeah, yeah. My cheeseburger. <laughs> I don't know. My that. lovely cheeseburger. All right. Well, that's that's uh. <laughs> It's a wrap on the Meg too. Yeah, Peter Jackson could have directed the Veggie Tales live action movie because he understands scale. Yes, he, if he could have a live action Jesus and a vegetable and figure <laughs> it out. I mean, you could really play with that like daunting size of like a t- potato com- or tomato confronting the creator of all mankind, who's also a cornstalk. He's also just a big. Corn Jesus stock. didn't create all mankind. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't you know these things? Well, God did. He's supposed to be God, so it's just an extension. Um, did God create the Meg? Yeah. Like, do you know all those people who, like, don't believe in evolution and stuff? Like, do they think, like, if they show Meg bones, are they just like, oh, that's just, like, the whale from, like, the Jonah story? No, that's a test from the, that's a test from God, from the devil. Being oh, like, like dinosaur bones and Yeah, stuff? like, that's a devil thing. <laughs> that's, like, evangelical Christians more so. The, the devil's just placing bones around? Yeah, he's just hiding bones. Like, oh, those were demons from, like, 
those were what were the nephilim maybe i mean it would be really cool if we found demon bones somewhere <laughs> that'd be, that'd be pretty metal. <laughs> that'd be even cooler than finding dinosaur <laughs> oh my bones God, honestly demon bones. <laughs> meg for demon bones Ooh. like this, this they uncover so basically uh Oh, what what other thing? Was so I this is Hell's of? Aquarium. Yeah. Okay. So basically, yeah, it's like it's like okay, that's our pitch. We got it. We got this this episode with Hell's Aquarium. Basically, okay, this is our pitch. Yeah. They keep digging too far down. Yes. Um, through the trench. Uh huh. They explode up a hole, and to the point where things keep coming out underneath. Uh, they go so far down that it's like uh, 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 Dante's Inferno, basically. Oh, okay. So they start accessing the, the layers of hell. <laughs> so you're more actually in Doom territory. I'm more like, yeah. they dig deep enough that they find this massive demon-like bone thing. Like, 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 it's like a fossil. Yeah. And it's like glowing red. And they kind of bring some of it up to the surface. But big problem, the Meg eats some of it. So then its <laughs> bone structure changes to be all demonic and scary. <laughs> so then it's a demon shark. <laughs> I'm so glad we're doing this instead of talking about the movie because like the movie is not nearly as interesting as this no not really uh so it is a demon shark because it has bones in its mouth yes it has bones the bones have possessed it basically and it's kind of rewired it to be this scary okay. demon shark and they have to like just all they have to do is like place the bones back yeah but they have to kind of like first sanctify it they have to like right. lift the possession because it's the shark that they like so jonas finally does go into the shark like uh like uh jonah and the whale yes it's a much more spiritual battle. yes he has to go inside of it yes perfect or like geppetto and, and monstro and uh, now here's what will give you your doom stuff where the bones drip demon blood and they form little demon like microbe monsters that like fight jason statham inside of it yeah they have to fight it it's kind of like godzilla versus destroyer too yeah there you go <laughs> my brain doesn't go towards the bible it goes towards the godzilla movie <laughs> the real Which, the real god <laughs> the real god <laughs> well this has been our most blasphemous episode yet <laughs> blasphemous 2 check it out <laughs> and we haven't even gotten to the da vinci code oh that's gonna be a fun year. one uh, uh any final thoughts on this movie not what we wished it was or what the sequels could be uh no, it's fine. It's passable. You know, it's okay. There's yeah. some fun moments. Most mostly kind of just a boring movie. Yeah. I um, didn't want to walk out of it on the bright side. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you wanted to walk out of Dial of Destiny. Yeah, that so. was... I hated everything that was going on there. <laughs> uh, on a... Like, how much fun would you have on Fun Island? Like, out of five... <laughs> out of five... What's on Fun Island? What I do they do there? I think water slides and drinking, okay. it looks like, and beach. <laughs> Water slides, drinking, and beach. And old men, it seems like. Out of five Desert Eagle poison tip bullets, (laughs) how many would you give this movie? (laughs) Put the Meg down. I give it three poison tip bullets. I'm surprised he never shoots the Meg with it. You'd think he would. Like, they're poisoned. (laughs) Like, that's definitely against the Geneva Convention or something to have that those bullets. He doesn't care. And he he says, like you guys do, as if everyone has poison bullets. (laughs) guys use poison bullets right uh i give this two and a half poison tip bullets so uh, like it maybe if you got three you'd be like dead but two and a half you're like yeah, still there you're gasping for life and the, you're actually <laughs> feeling the poison take hold of you <laughs> but the remedy salt water oh easy so enough, you just jump yeah. in yeah just um, gulp a bunch of salt water <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the cure salt water <laughs> It's like an Oregon Trail when you're like, you have a snake bite. What do you do? It's like apply rigorous exercise. Apply rigorous. <laughs> you never did that playing Just Oregon Trail. Do a bunch of jumping jacks. <laughs> you, never, you never made them do that in Oregon Trail. No, would that help them? No, it would kill them. <laughs> It was just funny that that was an option. Apply vigorous exercise. <laughs> that was I was the doctor of the prairie. Oh, it's fantastic. Trench. Just the Ewoks on. Yeah. We need to get out of here. This is what Surely. happens when we don't have guests. Mm, we get unhinged. I have a breakdown. We all get unhinged. <laughs> It took one surfboard, a surfboard one, man. Me like one man handsome. And Tyler's loses his mind. You know who you, who you never but call, I call handsome? One little man handsome, <laughs> and Tyler loses his mind. <laughs> Let's end the episode by calling each other handsome. You're handsome, Tyler. Well, we have to do it. One, one two, three. You're, You're handsome. handsome. <laughs> I need like applause on this thing. Can you add applause? Okay, thanks. You know, um, 
our pal Sean Malin, who was on our, our Bumblebee episode. Yes. I, I, I read his review of the Meg one. Oh, uh, what he said. Um, which I think was a very low rating, which I understand. Understandable. Um, he said something along the lines of, I got Megged <laughs> got by this megged. movie. And, you know, I'm not going to shark shame anyone. If you like to get Megged, that's your thing. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Maybe these movies, you watch them, you get you get a little megged. And maybe the more you spread the meg, the more you'll find megs that you love. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> now I've lost the amount. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe meg it up. But they're gospel now. <laughs> it's gospel truth. <laughs> Let's all get to Hell's Aquarium. I'll see you all there. <laughs> Those are our thoughts on Meg to the Trench. Check it out wherever you can. <laughs> Thank you to Marin Ganey for our artwork and Nick Viverka for our music. Woo. Please like, share, and subscribe our podcast. Check out every new episode coming out every week. Mm-hmm. Please share it around. Spread the word. Yeah, we really want to grow. We really, really want to grow. We <laughs> so grow. desperate. We, really, we want to grow as big. Tell us we're handsome. Grow our podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're not, <laughs> we're not insecure in any way. Uh, we're just butt baby sharks right now. We want to be Meg-sized. Yeah. We want to eat other podcasts. Yeah, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, yeah, and that's it. Yeah. Follow us at Franchise Podcast uh, on all social medias. Email us at FranchisePodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you want your Meg sequel to be. Oh, there you Please go. Please let us know. Do email. Email us. Do yeah. it. Oh, my God. Because we were doing Twitter for a while, and I, it's, that doesn't exist anymore. Only Jacob called, reached out to us. <laughs> <laughs> email us at the franchise podcast at gmail.com what do you have to plug on uh, if you enjoy the sound of my voice also enjoy tabletop role playing games probably enjoy Starship and Polish because we're role playing game podcast I'll do myself and for other friends you can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud tell us what you have to plug uh, follow me on Instagram at Tammy Vice and check out my photo website at TylerDennering.com if Woo. you need any photos in the LA area you know who to call he can take them coolest pictures you'll ever have of yourself I'll put in a little I'll photoshop in a Meg in the background if you want <laughs> there you go I'll That's do how- it for you that's how it works. That's the big books. I'm getting better and better at Photoshop from this podcast. It's and really not from true. My photography. It's, it's so amazing how far you progressed in like the shaping of our heads and like the angles and stuff. It's honestly great. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that's it. Thank you for listening. And until next time, see you later, chum. <laughs> so long, chums. Sound like Charles Bronson. <laughs> see you later, chums. This ain't over. <laughs> until the big shark sings. <laughs>